Hi everyone and welcome to episode 193 of the Mighty Watch podcast. I'm Jack, as always, joined by Casey. Now that. Live will be really quiet because it's FA Cup third round day and Leeds fans are able to enjoy that on the day that Leeds aren't playing. Um, it should be pretty good. But you know, Casey, I'll keep it short and sweet. Passing, creativity, movement. These are the three demons you must slay if you wish to succeed at Marshball. When opportunity knocks, you don't want to have a player in a wide area or arriving in some phony baloney box or penalty area. Questions? Ah, <laughs> oh, those hotly really hoping you were gonna say or synagogue. I did think about just saying or synagogue instead. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> I uh, I heard Val, Val Jack's ha- hacking up a lung. I, I watched the uh, I watched the Spurs game earlier, and I thought that one because they had Harry Kane scored five minutes after half time, and I thought the floodgates were going to open, um, and then found out that um, Lester Gillingham were playing on uh, on the other side, and I and uh, I was just thinking, ah, yeah, I hate Gillingham, and if Andy Hessenthal is still involved with him, I hate him as well. And then I looked to it. Oh, it's Neil Harris. He's a knob. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> For a reason to hate him. Um, I'll get this bit of news out of the way because I don't even think it's really worth talking about, but it did happen. Uh, the Daily Mail said that someone else was trying to buy us. Uh, there was no details in anything. Uh, was it was was it by uh, Kenneth Bates saying the Arabs are coming? <laughs> Now, I, to be honest, I'm I, I'm only about nine. I only remember for about eighty percent sure that it was male, but I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, the the story was someone in the Middle East might maybe look at thinking about maybe buying Leeds. Uh, there was so little in it that it just is nothing. <laughs> so there we go. It's out the way. Uh, Leeds two, West Ham two. Can we can we go back to that takeover a second? <laughs> I don't want to talk about the West Ham game. Oh, this. Like it was performance wise, it was marginally better, but marginally it was not good. It was too poor to with what with the performance that West Ham put in, you have to win that game. Yeah, they're, they're not they, they weren't good. Like we very much gifted them two goals. Mm. I really did hope for a second that because the ref had given play on for the penalty and it was an abysmal miss from what, 10 yards? Oh, that's, that's a bit harsh. Probably edge of the area. I'll call it 16. Yeah. But to have completely dragged it across goal, you're there going, oh, oh shit, yeah, VAR. Oh. Well, I must admit, it doesn't often happen like this, but it did happen on this one. You know, a load of people went, oh, way when he missed. and But it was a lower number than normal because everyone had someone next to him going, I wouldn't do that if I were you. I'm pretty sure that was a penalty. Yeah. Yeah, and this it, will be brought back. Yeah, like it looked it in real time, but we'll uh, we'll try and keep it somewhat chronological. Uh, it wasn't much of a game, and then there was one moment of quality where Nonto and Somerville played a very good one too. Gets Nonto into an excellent position, good touch. I'd love to say out of his feet, but barely out of his feet. No backlift, and just smashes it into the bottom corner with his left foot. Excellent finish, really good goal, one nil. Um, so I'm most informed player from sort of before the World Cup in attack and the one from after the World Cup look as if they link up a little bit, which is nice to see. 
Yeah, I, th- I think listening to the uh, was it the match ball where they were talking about it, those two do seem to be uh, to be busy mates as well. Um, quite how it, it's going to work with one of them playing as a ten, I'm still not entirely sure. Um, like I think they linked up well, but I don't know how well it worked having Somerville as a ten or. Yeah, there were some bit there were some bits where it was nonto. There was also some bits where we seemed to be back to a four three three and Somerville was just basically playing central midfield, which was a bit odd to see. Uh but there is one thing with them. You do watch them and think if you get them in the side for and get given consistent minutes, like they should just keep getting better and cause a lot of problems. Now the problem is, and this isn't uh, problem is maybe the wrong word, but the inferior Luis Sinistero is back soon, and that is going to stunt someone unless Somerville goes and plays on the right. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have him coming back, Helder Costa, Dan James. They're all coming back. <laughs> hey, Dan James really might be. <laughs> full, of um, that, full of that, not fussed. No. Um, I mean, I, I, I understand why he ended up dropping out for the sort of the Newcastle and Man City games because of the, the tactical change. But it, it did still seem a bit harsh on Somerville given his run of form going into the World Cup. Um, yeah, I think he was one of the ones that was quite ill though, wasn't he? And if he's had anything like this, I understand it because, God, I'll tell you what, I was blowing when I got to the top of them stairs in East Stand. <laughs> and I, I am aware I'm a fat bloke, but I don't normally get out of breath walking up the stairs. That I was absolutely bollocks by the end of it. Uh, but... That got Leeds 1-0 up. Really good goal. Uh, while we're on the subject, change the fucking song. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's fine. No one, no one thinks you're a bad person because you sung it. But it's just better for everyone if we just change, uh, if you just change it, the song. It's one of those where, unfortunately, when you look through, you can see if you will, look, I'm, if someone says we shouldn't sing it, then, then we won't. Leeds alluded to it in the tweet. In that tweet back in November, um, yeah, he play- the tweet uh, just said he plays for United. Yeah, <laughs> Lukaku has done an interview saying not to do it for various reasons. Kick it out. I have now said, please don't do it. It's like, no, we want the nineteen-year-old to tell us. Yeah, well, Amid Diallo had to come out and say it to the Sunderland fans. Yeah, he did a uh, video for what I believe was. Um, it might even be. Not the same words, but the same song. Hmm. Uh, I'm not actually sure. Which, but that's Again, I, I saw that and just went, yeah, it's, it's a different person, though. And it's like, sorry, are, yeah. we, are we choosing, are we saying that, that black people will, some of them will find something racist and some, but like, let's yeah. just. I would, just I, would say, even, I would maybe, <laughs> you know, if it was like the really cleverest, funniest song in the world. I'd go, oh, yeah, it's a bit clustered bone, but it's quite clever. It's not clever either. It's just a song. It's fine. It's not the end of the world. And also, there's been loads of Black Leeds fans on Twitter saying, yeah, can we change it, please? And that, they're, I mean, yeah. My, my favourite one yeah. so far is, my favourite one, my favourite defence of it so far has been someone saying, it's not actually saying that he has a big penis. It's, it's that he's got big dick energy. I'm like, just, just, just tell me what the last line says, and and because yeah. it's a. I'll, I'll, I will I'll, to say one thing. He does have big dick energy. 
He's got all the confidence in the world, that boy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the uh, yeah, just change the song. It's it's good. Uh, and I like someone's Jesse idea. Of, of, uh, sorry, I did like someone's idea of just saying he's fucking massive. Yeah, uh, the better than Messi one's pretty decent. He plays for United. He's fine. Uh, he hates fucking Chelsea, which is, I believe, what it actually started as. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. We'll we as 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 we know from being at Leeds games, the South Stand is really open to suggestion. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. We should change the song. Jesse Marsh should change how he sets his team up. Um, the West Ham equaliser. I've only just watched this back. West Ham briefly get a 3v2. We step up a bit too much. I think it's mainly Cock that steps up really quick. Our players actually show decent legs to get back in. However, because it's all it's all like what Leeds United do, they all run to the same place. And I've I've just got it here. Um, like we get the bodies back, right? Uh, and that's it. Pause there if everyone can see it. The Skamaka and then five Leeds players, and then it's still three on two at the back post. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you could just that's that's there's five who, yeah, all seems to be. Planning on trying to get to Skamaka. Yeah, and that's a decent amount after the ball is played. They just, you know, our thing of refuse to let anyone be near the fabulous. And because of that, Strauch ends up, some of those try to get back, but he's still wrong side. So Strauch is 2v1. So he ends up making a silly tackle and giving away a penalty because he's 2v1 on that side. And there was, we also give the ball away cheaply, just constantly. And we're playing the wrong passes, but again, a stupid bit of decision making with a minute left and a half, which we just did against Man City, who would have probably scored plenty anyway. But if we just make it so easy for the opposition, Lucas Paquette scores a good pen. And at least at half time, one all into disaster. And based on what we've seen from West Ham, yeah, we should still beat these. And as you said in the ground, Casey. Wait, just for five minutes, nothing silly. So, first minute, Aronson, perfect layoff for Skamaka, 2-1. What a layoff. There's something, I, I'm discussing this with someone earlier, and I was saying, like, technically, the ability that the Leeds backline have to move the ball as quickly as they can is impressive. Like, just, just as... as so, a, some of them. As a skill set. But there is also so little thought process into who it's being moved to. The amount of times it's just, ah, this is moving too fast, give it to Pascal. Ah. And yeah. He's, that was he the just seems to that... get trapped in a corner over and over again. Yeah, that was the specific one that was pissing us off live in the stand. Liam Cooper must have given Pascal Strout the ball eight times where he shouldn't have. He wasn't in a position to receive it, and he was immediately under pressure. There was one in the second half that really annoyed us, where there were, you could just play it into the box, or you could clip it up the line because we had a man free, and they instead just worked it into the middle to a guy who was marked by three players. The decision making is just so poor at times. Um, 
But yeah, all of a sudden there, in a game where, yeah, we've not been good at all, but we have been better than them, I would say. Like, they really weren't up to much. Um, And then we 2-1 down after 46 minutes, and they can sit deep and defend and make it difficult for us. And time wastes like fuck. And have one where a player goes off injured and he's off getting treatment on the sideline and the game just doesn't restart for about four minutes for no apparent reason. Yeah, Which is, again, by the way, not West Ham's fault. Referee's fault. <laughs> well, if you remember um, when Declan Rice got treated, he never went off. Yeah. Yeah, just never took him off the pitch and just said it was fine. Um, It was so frustrating. And then we weren't really creating much. Uh, Harrison came on and he had his best game for a while. As, um, as a he, number eight as well, he, he seemed to be dropping very deep and getting the ball sort of on the halfway line. Because, you know, the, the sensical substitution was uh, in bringing Click and Harrison on. Harrison will, will play at 10 and Click will play out wide. Yeah, I mean, they didn't... Harrison played well in his role and Click played all that as well, but it did. it was a weird way around. Mm. To do it, um, because I think that they eventually didn't. They only actually move him into the middle when Gellart came on in stoppage time. Yeah, yeah, uh, and Greenwood came on for Rocker and did fine. Like Rocker had a, a a decent first half, and Adams had a fairly poor one. But in the second half, Adams was excellent. Uh, so he ended up dragging himself into a good performance. The Equaliser again, just out of nowhere. There finally was some quality. Harrison's ball into Rodrigo's feet is good. Great first touch, gets him away. Cracking finish. And then we probably should have won it later on. Um, like Liam Cooper had a header blocked and skied the rebound. And then Fabianski, it way well, made a good save from Rodrigo earlier and then made a really good save from a header later on. In terms of chances, we definitely had enough where you could say deserved to win. In terms of the actual play, a draw was probably about right because neither team was good enough to no, deserve no to win. No one deserved to win. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's so I the my main thing when I was coming away from that game was just I just kept thinking what a missed opportunity it was. Like fought 14, 17 points from 17. It's not like disastrously bad, but it's not good. But you just add two points to that. And then with four points of clear relegation zone with a game in hand. And it just feels a lot more comfortable. Yeah. And it, it, it was, was just... a game the game that we really should have won. They they were not up to much whatsoever, unfortunately, neither were we. Yeah, I know I know we spoke last time about our our goal difference, but it's it's so tight between 13th and, and 19th. Um, Southampton are also there, I suppose. Um, you're having a great time under Nathan Jones. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they ended up today because I think that they might have even ended up winning. Was it at Palace they were? But I, uh, I, I think so. Yeah, they've won 2 1 at Palace. But I did see a thing on Twitter that apparently they were singing, Your football is shite at their own manager. Which, you know, no, write that one down, lads. We might need it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give your, people ideas. 
Your idea of singing that your football is shit at your own manager is intriguing, Southampton. I may have to steal it. <laughs> um, yeah, real missed opportunity. Yeah, like I said, they, they weren't good. They didn't really create anything. Um, didn't defend particularly well. They, they, they were a very best just mediocre team and i know that they're missing a couple but um no i just the amount of times we were just missing passes by two yards three yards and would just give them the ball back it's it's scandalous like how many wayward passes we like simple passes i'd understand it if if you know the aim was well, we've we've got Nanto and Somerville, so we're going to try and chip it in behind the the left fullback for one of them to try and chase it down and and sort of put them under pressure high up the field. I understand that that you're going to lose possession more often, but it's it's the amount of times we lose possession on the counter attack moving forward, and we just miss a pass inside, or there's just no one really paying attention. That free kick when we had pretty much on the touchline, halfway line, and Nonto just stood, what, 15 yards down the line, straight straight forward pass. There was a one-man wall. And we went, no, let's play it inside. And then fairly promptly gave it away. And he just looked, just, just give it down the line. He's no one near him. And if nothing else, it's just taking it into a safe area of the pitch. Yeah, that's one of the problems with his football. For everything that Marsh says about we've got to be braver, we've got to be fearless, we've got to be all these intangibles because God heaven forbid he talks about something fucking tactical. I he, the way he sets up seems to be the opposite of that. It's mm. not brave. It's it, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say what is a brave way to play football, <laughs> but. It's just, Why were you thinking of a certain manager by any chance? Yeah, there's a certain manager we had whose football was really brave. Uh, love you, Redders. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I heard because I, I completely forgot to put Radio Leeds on afterwards, but I, I did hear from a couple of people that Redfern was on uh, was on Radio Leeds, and uh, he described it as a very good performance. So, well, yeah, I, yes. I mean, as it. I, I would give you the, I would give him that it was a good enough performance that we could have won the game. That doesn't make it a good performance. Mm. Um, yeah, it was really bad. But um, and he has kind of jumped us on this by mentioning it in his press conference. But my other thing coming out of this game that I wanted us to talk about is why does Jesse Marsh hate Joe Gellhart? He came, we saw it again in this game. He came on in the 91st minute. I think in the last five games combined, he's played about 25. Yeah. It's... And, it, and at one point, he got the ball, got past two players, and then got brought down for a free kick, which is, I believe, the free kick that led to the Rodrigo header that was saved by Fabianski. Yeah. I know that he, is, he has done well coming on late in games, but that doesn't mean that that's <laughs> Only just Only five you... minutes. Wait... <laughs> Any, there is no reason why if why he isn't getting fifteen or twenty. If you don't, want, if you're not going to start him, all right, fair enough. But he should be getting more minutes than he is. 
see, like I, I, I think there was a genuine argument that as, as, the way we set up against Man City, for for the way they looked at Rodrigo, and and, and clearly the thinking is, if we get a chance, yeah, he's someone you'd want there to take it. But he offered yeah. abs- he offered absolutely nothing in that game, at least with. Gellhart, you get a bit more tenacity than that. I'm not saying he's the perfect fit for it, but yeah. I think he'd have been better there. And I don't uh, think let's... you lose anything by playing him. No, as I say, I'm, I'm in no way saying that Rodrigo needs to be dropped. I think that the system is the main reason for the lack of chance creation, and he's been our best finisher with the chances we do create. So I have no problem with him playing. I just think that this four minutes here and six minutes there is not... Like if, you know the way Cody Drama's probably off this month because he's mm. sick and not playing? I mean, would you blame... If, if Joe Gellhart suddenly put in the thing of send me out on loan or play me? Yeah, I, I don't know whether you he... You couldn't blame him. Like, does, does he does he bide his time till the end of the season and then when we're relegated thinking, well, I'm going to have a conversation and if I'm not going to be our striker ne- the next season, I'm leaving. Yeah. But even then, I think there might be Premier League clubs who would look at him and go... We can give him half an hour every week. They'd definitely be Premier League clubs sign him. They might send him straight out on loan, but they'd sign him. Um, um, but yeah, it, it just... Again, the number of games you look at this season, just think, why isn't he coming on with 25 minutes to go? Because we're not doing anything. That that game... Much as, I, much as we all love Mateus Click, Joe Gelhart should have been the one playing... On the right of that system, then. Yeah, well, I've I've said for a while that I think long term his best position is one of the people behind the striker, and probably one of the ones out wide of the three. Yeah, because his strength is getting the ball to feet and going at people, facing the goal and going forwards rather than back to goal. So that's what I mean. Maybe, maybe that could be the silver lining about click going. Uh, that maybe it'll bump him up one. But all I think it'll be is that JB is a bit closer to the first team and that Forshaw plays more. Um, I'll tell you what, the day Adam Forshaw comes on, on right, at right midfield, I think, we, I, I think we might be in trouble. Right, uh, that's probably the last thing to talk about from the game then. Matthias Click is... Well, it isn't... I don't think he is technically gone yet, but he is. Because uh, the move hasn't quite gone through yet. But he's off to DC United. Um, by the sounds of it, three-year deal, which will take you know good contract, take him up to what will be close to the end of his career, if not the end of his career. Very pleased for him if that's what he wants to do. Good for him. One. Well, actually, we'll talk about how great Mateus Click has been after. Um, you know those Mateus Click shirts that they've all got. Yeah. Warm up in them. You don't have to announce it. Warm up in him and everyone goes, oh shit, he must be going then. And then we don't leave as soon as it's full time so that we don't end up, you know, giving him his flowers on the way out, which is what he deserves because we'd already gone. I saw it on Twitter. We saw it on Twitter walking up fucking Beast Hill. Yeah, it's it's, it's such a frustrating frustrating thing because the argument would, would be like, well, we can't say it because there's, you know, there's there's nothing official yet. It's not signed off. But but if you're if you're planning to do that on the pitch, yeah, 
let us know. Or even straight after full time, have Big Lee say, yeah. just go, uh, ladies and gentlemen, full time, Leeds United 2, West Ham United 2. Uh, Mateus Click is leaving Leeds United to go to, and if you and he is going to be going around the pitch at the end of the game. Yeah, not everyone would stay. People have trains, people have buses, people need to get home. It's late. But I bet you a lot more would have stayed than did if you announce yeah. it. Yeah. And really, I, would, I wonder really if maybe they'd have done that. I wonder if maybe they'd have done that if we'd have won. But I just thought... I feel like you anyway. give them some credit there. Yeah. Um, uh, Mateus Click himself. Uh... The least important bit is he gave us our first consistent bit on the podcast. Hashtag click news. When we shipped him out on loan and we were constantly talking about how much better he is than this and how we should still have him. Uh, but more than that, what a fucking player he's been. Yeah, it's it's, it's amazing to think that the, the man that got bombed out by Thomas Christensen for having a bad day away at Cardiff... Mm. Turned out to be one of the most pivotal players in in our recent history. Like, yeah, I, I mean, it, you can't understate how important he he has been. Um, you know, the man who, I mean, even by the end, almost without fail, always played. Yeah, always played. I mean, he, he only got in fence. He only started that the Stoke game. He only started that because Adam Forshaw got injured. Like by all accounts, I mean, Bielsa was on the record saying Adam Forshaw is our best player going in that preseason, and yeah. it was going to be him and Saez in the middle. Uh, but Mateus Click comes in, scores the first goal, the first league goal under Marcelo Bielsa. Um, in just a wonderful day that everyone loves, and ends up playing ninety was it ninety one consecutive league games. Yeah, it was a daft amount, wasn't it? it From was... the start, the first one he missed was Derby after promotion, where he was out with a hangover. Because they, they all got drunk, but he got really drunk. Because he would, wouldn't he? <laughs> That's what... He scored so many great goals, was just brilliant at driving us forward, always gave absolutely everything. The sort of massive shithouse that pisses off the opposition, but you love him for it. And we've, there's been a lot of talk about how great he was in the Championship, and he really was. But what's going under-talked about is how fucking brilliant he was that first season in the Premier League. Yeah. He was like outstanding. Just, just seemed to take to it like a duck to water. Mm. Um, he, he is probably of the last few years sort of the most lovable player we've had. Just from, you know, rocking up doing his online streams, wearing, uh, you know, one of the strong bow shirts, to him doing his own spray painting artwork. Um, he's he's just, just a bit different, isn't he? He's a bit different. Yeah, he he's not the, uh, he's not the Balenciaga wearing, you know, Porsche driving, dickhead footballer that you kind of. He is he a is. dickhead footballer, but in a very, oh, in a nice way. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the, watching him in that Bolton game where he just rocks up and sprays water down someone's shirt and then just walks away like, 
I don't know what you're talking about, pal. Yeah. <laughs> like, while Phil Parkinson's having a stroke, just... So now look at them. Look at them. The, you know, there's just Pontus is in there pushing and pulling and they're all having a big argument and Mateus clicks thought, there's a water bottle there. <laughs> let's, let's go call some cake. You know, the, the binoculars, again, you know, against Darby and, and just brilliant stuff like that. Yeah, I'm just like glancing at his wiki, and obviously this is only league appearances. But most league appearances he had anywhere was for Krakovia, which was 56. Hmm. You know, and then 12, 13, 30, 20 odd. 20. Um, but for Leeds, he's played 177 league games. It's, uh, you know, and he's he's been here for what, six years, five years, really, because that first year do not count. Hmm. He is. Like if obviously there's a the certain level of players who are all timers, and he you can't put him in that. But he is a genuine like a, sort of not not a cult hero's wrong word because cult heroes are a bit shit. He is like that step below the out and out club legend. You know, he, like a hero. He, he isn't, yeah, he's a hero. He isn't, he isn't Billy Bremner, you know what I mean? But mm. he is a bona fide legend to me because I didn't see all of them guys. Yeah. I didn't see him. And he, so, and he was, he's been absolutely outstanding. And I am genuinely, the more, the more I thought about it, actually, the more annoyed I got. One, that if this was going to happen, let him go at the start of the season and then he might have got to play in the World Cup. Mm. But two, I still think he makes a difference when he comes on. And I think he sort of it's not that he's going that's pissed me off, it's the way that the club has planned around it. Oh, more more accurately <laughs> hasn't. Like yeah. there was planning, a, planning has not been uh has not been the best as of the last couple of years. No. Well you've got Jesse Marsh in his press comments after the game going. Oh no, we we have enough in the squad to cope with the loss of Matthias Click. Maybe we do, maybe we don't. But if that's the case, why is he coming on in every game? This is yeah. But you've got the flip, you've got the flip side of that then of of him also saying he's he's someone that you know he's he's played almost every game this season. Like yeah, he, he has, but that is off the bench. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like you say, it, it's one of those that probably should have been sorted in the summer either way. As as yeah. much as you know, as, as as upsetting as it is to lose him and 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 lose another one of the the promotion team for him, it's pr- it is probably the right time to move on. I'm not so sure for us. Oh, that's uh, the thing. I, I'm absolutely sure it's the best move for Matthias Click. I really do. Hmm. At this stage of your career. Three-year deal in an imp- a slightly lower but improving league. It'll you'll have nice lifestyle, decent, good money. It'll be a good all the cigars him. you could ever want. Yeah, I think I think it'll be a great move for him. I don't think it's a great move for Leeds. I really think that we are, unless they are going to give JB minutes and see if he can hack it, which I think he probably can. Um. I, d- I don't. It's also not really the time you want to be testing that theory out, though. 
No, probably not. But we'll we'll have to see on that front. But we, it'll be a, it'll be very much missed at Leeds. Will be taste click. He said he'll be back as a fan, and I believe him. I'm sure he will. And based on his Twitter likes in, you know, several months when everything's calmed down, probably that will, we should probably get a uh, square ball Mateus Click podcast, which should be quite fun. Yeah, um, I'm shocked when players choose a square ball over us. Yeah, Deeply I know. Right? I know. It's almost like they have these listeners and stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you watch any of the 21s game last night? I did not. Lucky you. Uh, <laughs> I guess I don't even know what it finished if I'm if I'm being uh, honest. Fo- Forest won leads nearly me on the twenty ones. It's not that we got beat. This was dread. This is the worst under twenty ones game I have watched Leeds United play since before Marcelo Bielsa came to the club. The and they're top of the league still. The leads like they're having a good season, but the under twenty ones were consistently brilliant to watch. They, speaking of brave football, they played brave football. Getting mm-hmm. the ball down, playing it. This was all going through the middle and just giving the ball away and panicking on it. And we did have a really young side out. Like Charlie Crew came in from the under 18s and he was probably the best of us midfielders. Uh, Joe Snowden was great. Sonny Perkins had an absolute stinker, to be honest. Uh, to be fair, and- though, it sounds like they're absolutely, absolutely replicating the first team. That was the issue. (laughs) They were playing that football and it just, the difference between that and even pre-World Cup, it it was a massive difference. The side is younger, they've lost a few again, as you would expect, but it just, it was not good. The way they kept getting, the the level of giving the ball away was really poor. Uh, Mateo Joseph could barely get on the ball. When he did get on the ball, he stood out a mile. It, it didn't happen very often. Sonny Perkins was weird because he did have a shocking game, except for like three moments where he was, where he did something right and suddenly he looked, oh yeah, that's why you shouldn't be playing under 21 level. Um, It was really, really not good. Uh, And then I suppose the only other thing before the Cardiff game is, have you seen the big transfer rumour? Yes. Yeah, so... um. Jorginho Lutter from Hoffenheim. Uh, this is according to Florian Plattenberg from um, Sky Sports Germany. Uh, Leeds want Lutter from Hoffenheim. Uh, the deal could total between 30 and 40 million euros, and it would be someone that we're looking at bringing in in January. It's a, a bit of a weird one because I will ad- I will admit to not knowing anything about him. Right. Normally, I at least know who they are, even if I haven't watched them much. This one, I had no idea. So I did tweet a few people. I tweeted the scouted football people, and they were they're very big fans of his. Thinking he's a really good player. Uh, got in touch with Alex Chaffer, who's a is a Leeds fan, but he runs the Bundesliga England account. So he's bound to be paying at least some attention to the Bundesliga. You'd hope. Uh, and he was saying how excited he'd be. It basically sounds like, and stop if you heard this before. He's a really talented player. People are really excited to have him. He isn't really a number nine. We have so many of those players. Yeah, it was like, you know, likes to drift wide, come from deep. The comparison, because it's Hoffenheim, was like Firmino. Hmm. Like, you know, good, but not, obviously not that. Yeah. Not that established, not that used to the role. 
So he seems to have loads and loads of talent, but in just there as as the day's gone on, other people coming out and going, Well, he's really good. I'm just not sure if he's what leads actually need. Like his his goal scoring record at half an time is like one in four, one in five. Which isn't bad, but again, it doesn't scream natural nine. Um so yeah, I'd want him, but he's sort of a weird one. I'm not sure that he's the right guy. Is he to, is he coming in to replace Nanto and Sinistera at the end of the season when they leave? Maybe. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> no, he's coming in to replace Joe Gellhart when he gets pissed off. And so... <laughs> now. Yeah. It's it's really frustrating because what I, I remember saying like at the start a lot of people said that, like we talk about these pathways that the, the players have from the, the 21s into the first team. But we were actively signing players that pushed Joe Gelhart like down the pecking order. Like there was no way we were signing one Luis Inicera and then two Willie Nonto, who is an Italian international. I I can see I can see Nonto having some minutes at nine soon, but I think uh, Matthew Benison has the correct idea here with bring back La Soga. Uh, (laughs) He was a nine. He might have been shy, but he was a nine. Hey, that man had a fantastic game against Burton. Yeah, he even looked quick that day. I should look up who their centre backs were because he looked fast. Uh, No, the um... as it happens, Jack, I will find that because. uh... I've already got that season opened up because I was looking at Mateus Click's. Uh, I was looking at Mateus Click's stats. Um, yeah, I do that's... wonder if I do wonder though if Nonto is going to end up playing quite a few minutes at nine uh, this season. I know that he isn't. Obviously, he does not have the height for it, but and and his strength is running. But I'm just wondering who else it, if Rodrigo gets injured. Seeing as Gel- Gelart is not going to get played by Marsh by the looks of it. I just don't say what's going to happen. Um, I do wonder if we'll see Gelart up front tomorrow, but we'll come on to that shortly. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I've also not seen the press conference. So. Uh, in the press conference, Sinistera was on the grass, but isn't back in training properly yet, uh, which shouldn't be too long. Bamford was training, but he's not going to play this weekend. Good, because he shouldn't. Um, there was... I believe after after the news that Forshaw had a very, very tiny operation that should keep him out for a few days, apparently Dallas has had to have another one as well. Mm. Another minor one, but it's still another op. Days, not weeks. Days, not weeks. Uh. uh, It's very much... uh, a weird one at the moment because I'm just not sure what to think with where we are because the league position is okay and I don't think anything else is okay. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think the league position's that okay. It's not that okay, but it's sort of okay. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking forward to tomorrow when Cody Drama's told he's going to start and he just goes, nah, fuck you. Yeah. I'm not playing. I'm not getting injured now. You joke, Benny. You joke. But Vincent Abubakar is trying to be sent out on loan by Al Nasser because they've signed that scum twat. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'd have him till end of season, to be honest. <laughs> but because he's in Saudi Arabia, he's probably on 200 grand a week, doesn't it? Um, right, one last thing to talk about then. Tomorrow, uh, is it 2 o'clock kickoff? I, I believe so, yeah. Shit, uh, well, my, my flippancy there might give mine away. Do you care? Cardiff away? If we win, I'll I'll, I'll retro I'll retro uh, retroactively care. Yeah, but, you know, before if we lose, no. I care okay. a little bit more this year because I think we, like last year, I think that us being knocked as much as it still went long for a while after. I think us getting out early wasn't a too bad a thing. I actually think a couple of them would actively do as good this year if we could have one. Even with the league form. Oh, to get some confidence. Yeah. I, I mean, trying to think of the team we would put out tomorrow. Uh, by the way, just um, because you didn't see the press conference, I should mention, Jesse Marsh said, well, he jokingly said, well, Angus Kinnear says he wants a couple of them. But, he sort of said, no, we're taking 6,000 fans down there and I aren't going, and so we're taking this seriously. If so, Vanden Herveling go. Diego, you're in I like how reference points there. You were Vanden Hervel. I went Diego, you're Yeah, because I was giving us a chance. Yeah. Poor Diego. Yeah. In fairness, I think, he, I, think, I think he will start for what it's worth in... That's probably. Oh, no, I've just got soccer Saturday on. Chesterfield versus West Brom must be an absolutely belting game because it's three-two Chesterfield after forty-one minutes. Nice. <laughs> Watch the game. highlights of that later. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, the the there must be some changes. Um. Because I think you've got your Ente. I think will almost certainly come in. Um, uh, well, we may as well go back to front. So, do you think he'll still play Melier because keepers don't really need rest? No, I think he's Robles. Robles. He's, I suppose he played Robles against Wolves, didn't he, in the League Cup? I think, yeah, I think I think since he got fit enough, he's played, hasn't he? Because he didn't play against Barnsley. But I think he'd not long since come in, had he? Like, I think yeah. he'd only been around a couple of weeks. Um, but, yeah, I think Robles will come in and he'll be fine. Yeah, um, probably Christensen right back because he hasn't played the last two. If Cody Drummond doesn't play this one, I think he'll be on the bench. He played 60 minutes for the 21s last oh night. God. Yeah. That doesn't strike me as someone that's starting on Sunday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's, he's definitely going, isn't he? He's not sticking around. Urente <sighs> and Strauch because he'll want to watch Strauch play centre back. Verbal yeah. at left back. Verbal at left back. Has it been confirmed that he is available? Uh, I haven't seen anything, but he, he was expected to be, and I haven't seen anything saying he won't be, so I would assume so. Although I do, uh, there was a bit of me at one point thinking maybe Yeldon will get some minutes, but he played 90 minutes in that 21s game. So mm. he might make the bench, but he ain't playing. So yeah, I reckon that. As much as I'd, I wouldn't mind Strauch having a rest, if we are going to move him inside to left centre back, which is definitely what we should do, we should probably give him this one. Yeah, I think so. Um, I was thinking Adams and Farshaw as your sort of two sentiment, depending on how we set up, because Adams obviously missed the Man City game. 
You can play... You, they don't particularly need to rest loads of players. Like, we've got... I mean, I suppose we've got less rest than some because we're playing Sunday than Friday, aren't we? Yeah. Well, that's still plenty. I'd, yeah. To be honest, I, I think I'd just, I'd just play Adams and Rocker, to be honest. Hmm. Um... See if we can play Rocker into a bit of form. I mean, he, he hasn't been bad, actually, the last... He was against Man City, obviously. So, but second half. But two after half, that, he was fine. Once we'd gone 2-1 down and we made those subs, Rocker and Adams really came to life in the West Ham game. Yeah, um, and then, I mean, I suppose he could play Greenwood because he likes him. And he, it was Greenwood that came on for Rocker against West Ham. Yeah. Uh, and then... Nonto probably might get a rest just because, again, he's... He's played a fair bit of football recently. He's, he's played a fair bit of football, and but, but hadn't played any before the break. So, I wonder if that would be the, the time for him to sit out. So, maybe Somerville and Harrison? I think I might take this as the chance to, to get Aronson out of the team for... Yeah, well, I mean, we we said it before the West Ham game, didn't we? And I'd rather and, and jarring. I'd, yeah, I'd rather there were other things we ended up being right about, but that was one. Um, I do. I'm trying to think because I mean, Gellart will start this one, surely. It's just does he start up front or does he start as one of the three behind the striker? I, th- I think he should start up front. But who knows? Yeah, yeah. I think I think he probably will as well, which is why I think Aronson will stay in. I think it'll be like some of the right Harrison left, Aronson at ten, hmm. and then Gell out front. Um, I say I have a very important question for you. Who plays for Cardiff? Uh, is Alex Smithy still there? Uh, I don't. It doesn't look like it. <laughs> ah, damn it. Um, um, I, I, I admit that I haven't really watched out of them. Who have they got that really stands out as a name? Like, uh, Ruben Colwell's a good player by all accounts. Um, so I've seen him play for Wales a bit. Uh, we've got Callum O'Dowder, who was very heavily linked with Leeds. Was that the same time that we were having the first like debacle with the Dan James transfer? I think that winter. Uh, Shea Ojo, pretty good player. I feel sorry for him because whenever I hear his name, I think of um, the betting company Play Ojo. So I just hear that advert in my head with his name. Oh, I know Callum Robinson. Oh, is he there? Oh, yeah, the... the... Oh, actually, he's, he got sent off, didn't he, for that really stupid thing against Swansea earlier this season? Yeah. Um, truth be told, it doesn't really matter what side... Cardiff will put out... A... Cardiff will care about this, even though they are right down there. At, like, 20th in the Championship or something. Maybe. Oh, they're think... 20th. Four yeah, draws I, and a defeat in their life. Well, game. I don't think that was a guess. I think I've heard someone say that. I just can't remember where. Hmm. Probably mentioned it on Square Ball or something like that. Um, we, our, our team should beat their team. 
It's just whether we turn up, and that's such a huge if. Uh, I really have almost no idea like what sort of performance we're going to put in. And I think that the fact that we're probably going to pick it, that we are, you would hope, going to pick a stronger team than we have done the last few years, that weirdly is does not make me any more confident. Like, whatsoever. I am going to say, I'm going to have us to win, but I'm not confident. I'm going to, I'm going to say 2-1 leads. Uh, I'm going to say 2-0. I'm assuming to leads. I'll leave it open. <laughs> anyway, if this was my bet, actually, I would just go, the score is to finish 2-0. Either team. Yeah, the, um, we actually yeah, for once had a, we for once had a correct prediction with a, May having 2 2 against West Ham. I wish I'd have been wrong. I wish we'd have won. I know. I believe um, I went 3 2. <laughs> Damn you, Fabianski. Yeah, I am. Um, just. Yeah, because, I mean, you you nearly. You did come fairly close to that. I'm a. Uh, and I am going to have from a bet. If I can find one, which I'm sure I can. Uh. I'm assuming he's going to start. Obviously, it'll be void if he doesn't. But Gellart's score leads to win, 3-1. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to stick with my trend of 3-1s and go each team to have two plus corners in each half. There's no way are we defending so well that they don't get corners. That's probably fair enough. Um. Yeah, I'm... I'm... <laughs> I'm weirdly looking forward to watching this. And I think it's because even if we get beat, I'm just going to look forward to us having a game where I'm not thinking about the possibility of us getting relegated because it's not a league game. But truth mm. be told, if we play badly in this, I'm just going to start thinking if we play like this in the league, we're fucked. So I currently feel better and I'm looking forward to it, but that might last 10 minutes of the first half. Yeah. It could be. I mean, just to uh, to circle back to the uh, Pierre Pierre Michel Lasaga a uh, bit from earlier. Uh, do you want to hear the team that we put out for that one? What the Burton game? Yep. Uh, well, obviously he scored twice. Calvin Phillips scored. Yep. Uh, Pierre Michel Lasaga's second goal was from an excellent through ball from Connor Shotnessy. Uh, no. Although that ma- no, no, that's the no, Ipswich- it was not. No, that's again that's the Ipswich game. I think they scored in. I think that's the next game. I remember that goal. I thought it was the Burton game, but it wasn't. That's a different game. Oof. Right. Are, so this uh, this is this is this is Christensen. So is it Vidvaldingo? Yes. Uh, uh, God, my memory is dreadful. Cooper. Yep. And <laughs> uh, he won't played click. Phillips will have been in midfield. Saez Alioski. Uh, Saez is in there. Uh, no, Alioski. Uh, um, he was on the bench, but he didn't get on. Hmm. Uh, well, Kemar Roof, Pablo Hernandez. 
both correct, yeah. Because I think I think they both scored, if I remember rightly. So yeah. I think that's all that's all the goal scorers. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um well that uh, right back will have been ailing, who I haven't yep. said yet. Uh what am I missing? Uh the left back. Oh Jan- Jansen's the other centre back. Yeah, Jansen is the other centre back. So left back and the other centre mid. Left back did and you, the other did you get mid. did you get who was playing at ten? I said Saez, which yeah. is why I'm assuming he was playing. Yeah. So yeah, centre uh, mid and left back. I was uh, what the fuck did we if it was left? Because Tom Pierce came in the end of that season. Yeah, don't think of a left back. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> oh, then I know who it is. Vernon Anita. It is Vernon Anita. <laughs> uh, uh, centre, centre mid. mid. What a weird world this is, by who the way. Hell, who the hell other centre mids did we have that season? Uh, he is an Irish centre Did we? Oh, I was going to say still Luke Murphy, but um, I think he'd gone by then anyway. Irish? Yes. Does he fight the Does he fight for good fight against religious weddings? He does, yes. Yeah, Union okay. Yeah, Union <laughs> uh, okay. Who started this game and was was subbed for uh, Mateus Click? Uh, Stuart Dallas oh. came on for Vernon Anita, and uh, it's kind of weird that Dallas didn't even occur to me. Like, and he'd been there. He's been here since like 2014 or something. Daft at this point. It, it's a really, it's a really weird world. Is this one because and then the other sub is that we uh, replace one cart horse with another, and uh, Jay did Roy Jay Roy Grock come on? He, he did come <laughs> on, yes. Um, but like Shogunsi's on the bench, Alioski doesn't come on. Uh, Andy Lonergan 2.0 is with us, um, and then like. Pavel Trubitsky's on the bench as well. Oh God! If you, that's one of them weird ones where if you'd have, uh, you know, if it had come up for some reason trying to get to him, I would have never remembered his existence. By yeah. the way, I have found it that that shot and see assist was against it, which I was right. <laughs> yeah, like what a horrible season that was. Because you I think, just watch, I think... like I'm just looking at it now, and we went the first seven games unbeaten. Lost to Millwall, well, beat Ipswich, and then we just lost a load of games. Because, yeah, I mean, because we were we top pl- of the league. Yeah, because we, we played all the teams that finished in the bottom half early, won them or drew them, and then the moment we came up against anyone good, we folded. Unlike now, of course, where we played all the teams down the bottom and didn't win them all, and when we play against anyone, we fold. At one point, we went nine games without a win. I think we did eight this season, didn't we? And then we and then we won one nil, and then we lost, and then we didn't win the next four either. It was miserable, wasn't it? God, it were awful. <laughs> uh, the Hecking Bottom era, and I can't tell you the date in which he comes in, but the Hecking Bottom era, I think he, at best, that man won three games. I've I've said it to you before, mate. I dislike that more than like. In terms of as a, a manager as football, I was watching. He might have been my least favorite ever. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, including Hockaday. What 
Like, because ev- even the ones that were dreadful, I could tell what they were trying to do. Paul Heckingbottom's the only one who I have literally to this day no idea what he was attempting to do. No. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that will do us for episode 193. We have both got us winning against Cardiff, so lump on Cardiff or draw. Um, we will be back one of the evenings. It depends which one works out best, but because Leeds Leeds's league game next week is on the Friday night, isn't it? Yeah, Friday night. Yeah, Villa, Villa away. Right, cool. That might be a pub job, I think. For that one. So yeah, that will do us. I've been Jack. See ya. I've been Casey. Have a good one. In a bit.